This is Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz Radio with me, Natasha. With me is Mankaran and Marisha. A trigger warning, this conversation discusses topics that may be disturbing for some listeners, including talking about mental illness, depression, suicide, addiction. If you or someone that you know is experiencing mental health challenges or is in a crisis, do contact the Canada Suicide Prevention Service at 1-833-456-456. Four five six six. That's one eight double three four five six four five double six. With us this morning is Roxanne Saxon. She's a program coordinator with the Tri Cities Community Action Team. A very good morning to you, Roxanne. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Good morning to you as well. Well, we are discussing something that is so important to us. We're talking about the mental health of the men in our lives. It is, you know, the Men's Mental Health Week. And we're also celebrating Father's Day in a couple of days. So lots of things to celebrate. Now, why is there a dire need to actually put the spotlight on the mental health of the men in our lives, Roxanne? So over the last few years, we've been looking at the, the BC coroner facts, and what we're seeing is a high rate of uh, middle-aged men within our community, not even just within our community, uh, within BC, who are dying of the toxic drug supply. So we really tried to focus on their mental health because they're the ones that are behind the closed doors. So we're seeing more more deaths in homes. So this is like our construction workers, our, our family men, uh, people don't know what's going on because they're, hold, they're, they're forced to hold back their feelings and, and suppress what's going on for them. They don't reach out for help. I know, and even within our South Asian community, a lot of our men who are immigrants, who are coming here to study, who are working double jobs, they're facing the same issue of addiction, mental health issues. So we're battling a really huge crisis here. Now, uh, Roxanne, there is a connection between mental health, and addiction. Yes, there is. And we've seen this um, over time. A lot of people use it to cope with their mental health. They don't know how to properly properly handle it, handle it. And right now we're seeing a lot of substances. It's different than it was a few years ago. It's toxic. People are dying. Um, uh, and we want to prevent this. We want to keep people alive. We want people to have another day. And like some, days are, are some days are bad days, some days are good days. And we just want to get them to that good day. And the Canadian Institutes of Health Research actually calls this a silent epidemic because globally, men account for about 69% of all suicides and in Canada, they account for about 80%. So while we're talking about the mental health of the men in our lives, why do you think that there is a kind of, um, you know, barrier where men don't seek help, even though they have to, and they should? It goes back to the toxic masculinity of people is just how like societies uh, framed it I would say um, so the men men don't cry and men have to be tough and men have to be like the hunters and gatherers and it just goes back to that time and I think it's so deeply ingrained in society and then as soon as a man speaks up and they're like hey I need help they see him as weak and I, I feel like that really holds them back to getting the proper services and help that they do need because their health matters too and they're not going to be able to be that like strong role in somebody's life if they're not taking care of themselves as well. Very rightly said, Roxanne. These stereotypes, which you know, tell boys don't cry, men are tough, be a man. They actually not only hurt the men, but they also affect the rest of us too, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, what do the men in you know around us and the ones who are listening to us right now, if they need to seek help, what are the resources that they have? Uh, they can always reach out to us, to the Tri-Cities Community Action Team, um, where we can help bridge those resources 
Um, I'm still navigating through like what kind of resources we do have for men, but we, I've, I've come across the men circles, the men just getting together and talking to each other, keeping it safe within their own circle. Um, there's Heads Up Guys BC. Um, they have a lot of resources online. Um, those are two off the top of my head at the moment. I'm there's a lack of resources, I would say, around men, and it is definitely getting stronger, but... Right, and and Tri Cities Community Action Team—they're doing quite a lot of work. I I believe you all had some goodie bags being distributed around the Tri Cities. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so we we put together um, goodie bags. We were able to hand out sixty-five of them yesterday. Um, so that had a little something sweet, something salty, something grounding. So we put together stress balls, and I also had painted rocks with some positive words on them, and then as well as husband resources, and then socks to keep them warm. So that it's quite positive and. We had 98% of the men who accepted the gift, they had big smiles on their faces. They're not used to that. They're not used to these free gifts. Of kind of. <laughs> I know. Mother's Day is celebrated with so much gusto. I don't think it's celebrated half as much for Father's Day, right? Now, uh, talking about resources, I came across a YouTube channel which had some really interesting information. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so we, what I've really been trying to do is focus on um, gathering videos and documentaries that would be helpful for people in the community. Is it, um, it definitely is very diverse. So we'll talk about the addictions, but also there's um, videos on mental health. Um, and then just for youth and then for men and women. So it really trying to be really diverse and just kind of keep the focus. And I, you can get lost on YouTube really quick. So I'm just trying to bring it back in and keep it, keep it relevant for, for folks and try to help them. And why is it important for people to tell their stories? It'll help somebody else. I think it a, helps yourself. So once you get that story out, the more you tell it, the lighter you feel. But also somebody is going to listen to that story. It's not going to be everybody, but it's going to be somebody. Somebody's going to find something within your story that will help them as well. Like, hey, I'm not alone. Hey, you're going through this too. Like, or, hey, you're going through something and they, somebody's stuck and they don't know how to get out of it. But they're like, oh, hey, this is, this is how they got out of it. I can try this too. It's going to help somebody. It's going to help yourself as well. I think that's, that's really important to share stories. That's wonderful. Now, Roxanne, you also have a photo exhibit that's going on right through this week. And on June 18th, you have something fantastic happening at Lions Park in Port Coquitlam. Tell us all yes. about it. Yes, and so on June, June 18th, we have um, a mom who lost her son in August um, of 2022. So she's been running ever since. Uh, her name is Jessica Michalowski, and she's from Victoria. So she's running across BC right now for safe supplies. So she will be in the Tri Cities um, on June 18th at Lions Park from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And we're just going to do a mini pop up event. We're going to have naloxone training. We're going to have harm reduction resources. We're going to play Jeopardy. And then we're going to have uh, moms come out and speak about their loss and like what we can do within our community to make it safer for others. And connecting those resources. And you would like to tell our listeners that they need to go and educate themselves about this because the overdose crisis is real and it could hit home, it could hit someone very close to you, it could be something which would be your own personal struggle. It's it's just good to learn from other people's stories because when you spoke about uh, safe supply, Roxanne, I also heard um, someone just probably on another platform who kind of looked at it as an encouragement to, uh, you know, 
drugs and the use of drugs. And I thought that was not the right approach that should have been, you know, propagated out there. But what what would be your answer to uh, an argument like that? Um, so I think it's, it's on a spectrum and there's not one cookie cutter answer for each individual. Some people can take abstinence. Some people um, need harm reduction to get through. A lot of it comes down to maintenance and how they're able to cope um, with what's going on for them. And right now we're not seeing, we're not seeing clean drugs. Like we're seeing, um, it's poisoned, like the, it's, it's buffed up. So we want to keep people safe if that's the route they want to choose to go. Um, so we want to support them how, wherever they are at in their journey. And ultimately, we just want people to be able to live their life at the end of the day. What, whatever they're doing in between, whatever their, their day looks like, how they're getting through the day, that's, that's their personal business. Um, we just want them to, it's preventable, right? Like we should, nobody should be dying from this and at the end of the day. Absolutely, Roxanne. And really a big thank you to you and Tri-Cities Community Action Team, because I know there's so much more to be done. But whatever you do, thank you so very much. Roxanne, if anyone wants to find out more about your beautiful work, where can they go? Um, so you can find us on online. So it's tricitiescat.ca. Sorry, try, try with a dash, cityscat.ca. You can also find us on Instagram with tricitiescat. That's www.try-cityscat.ca. Thank you very much, Roxanne. You have a wonderful day ahead, and uh, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for so much for having us. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure.